the country with your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our guests. Spend some time in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories to great stories that get told. Spend some time in the country, now it's time we start the show. My great pleasure now to welcome to the show Ontario country artist Jason McCoy. And, of course, Jason is returning for the third year in a row as the wonderful host of the Country Music Association of Ontario Awards. They're taking place in Markham, Ontario on May 30th, and you can uh, check out tickets. There should be some still available, but they're going very quickly. Uh, CMAontario.ca to buy your tickets. Oh, and man, the list of hits Jason McCoy has, including Born Again in Dixieland, I Feel a Sin Coming On, 10 Million Teardrop, She Ain't Missing, Missing Me, and many more. And, of course, big success with the Roadhammers. Welcome to the show, Jason. Hey, hey, Dave. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. It's great to have you here. Oh, thank you very much for taking the time. Uh, very exciting uh, exciting time for country music and, of course, Ontario country music. Looking forward to uh, you know celebrating at the end of the month here. That is such a blast. The end of May, the CMAOs. Uh, what is it like for you to host it? I've been at all three years, uh, and I was there at the previous one as well. You do an amazing job hosting. How much fun is it for you? Oh, it's the best. It's uh First of all, you know, I really am very proud to be from Ontario here, but um, and you know, proud to be uh, named as a, an Ontario country musician. But uh, further to that, I mean, it's <laughs> you know, it's just it's like um, when you're doing shows, you don't get to hang out with the other artists very much because we're you know busy. You know, you're at work. But during an award show or anything like that or any industry function, you get a little more time, and that's probably. Probably what I like the most about it. You get to share a few stories, and it's a small community, so we all know the same folks. And um, mm. but it's going to be the best show in town. I mean, you get all the the top musicians, all the top acts, all in one spot. It's incredible. And this year, the lineup on stage performing includes Autumn Hill, Cold Creek County, Jessica Mitchell, who's a great new artist on the scene. Man, she's awesome. Leah mm. Daniels, Tiana Woods, Runaway Angel, Megan Patrick, who has that cool song, Bow Chicka Wow Wow, and uh, the whole album of hers, her new one, is just incredible. Rivertown Saints, Genevieve Fisher, and, of course, the uh, house band returning, the Western Swing Authority. How cool are they? Because they back up everybody. Yeah, they're great. They're great. And um, good friends of, um, well, of the whole industry. I mean, many, many of the, the band members play in all sorts of different groups as well with different artists. So, uh, some of them have been in my band in the past, and some are out with Dean Brody now. So they're they're very busy working musicians. But when they get together as their WSA band, Western Swing Authority, it's it's something special. And they they just won an award down in Texas too. Uh, so if you win a, an award as a swing band in Texas, you know you're doing yeah. something right because they take that pretty seriously. <laughs> That gives them a lot of uh, credentials. I mean, they're amazing. Shane and Stacy, Ed, and, and the rest of the gang, the Western Swing Authority, do a great job. I mean, the show is so tight. It's just, it's like you are at, you know, a televised award show. This is, is smooth from beginning to end with the performances and the presenters. And, of course, Jason, not only are you such a great musician, songwriter, and singer and all that, but you are so funny. You keep the audience in stitches. <laughs> Well, uh, you know what? I just uh, come out and do what I do, and I, sometimes it gets a little silly, but uh, that's right. fun. I, I always warn everybody, hey, you invited me. So, uh, <laughs> But, you know, we have a great time. It, it's the people behind the scenes that really make this thing work, and, 
uh, you know, everybody who's involved with the CMAO on the board, and um, it, there's a lot of work behind the scenes, as everybody can imagine, to make this mm-hmm. uh, make this type of award show work. The cool part is, is that um, it's all there for the fans. Uh, you know, a lot of award shows are very, very much a pat on the back you know, from industry to industry, but this is about celebrating the music and the the fans get the right show. You know, it's a very, very well put on uh, ticket. So if you're in the theater. Like I said before, you're getting the best of the best, and it's it's really about the show. And country music artists are the best, and, and as far as the fans go, uh, you couldn't ask for a better one. Country music fans are so loyal and passionate. They follow artists from the beginning of their career all through their career. And and the other cool thing is, you know, it's generations of fans. So you've got fans listening back in the 70s and 80s. Now they're listening and their kids and and their grandchildren. I mean, country music just kind of flows through generations. Yeah, you know what? It's, um, well, country music is timeless in the way, you know, in the way that it kind of, really says a message sends a message and it um it talks about themes that are timeless i mean these things happen in in everybody's life and uh you know whether it be good times or bad times country music explores it all and i guess all music does but country music just seems to have an authenticity that that is timeless absolutely and and another big uh, part of the night the cmaos on may 30th is uh, a special performance by the Road Hammers, of course, featuring you, Jason, joined yeah. by your good buddy, Tim Hicks. Can you give us any sneak peek into what is going to happen on stage with you guys? Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, one of us is going to forget the lyrics, and I'll tell you, it's not going <laughs> to be Tim. Uh, <laughs> I'm the king of doing that. Uh, but, no, I just tease him. But we, we uh, really enjoyed recording this song with Tim. It was a release for us, uh, not just here, but it's currently on the charts in Australia as well. We we just toured down there with him, and um, so it's it's uh, it's great. It's just exactly what you think it is. It's just fun. Uh, we're going to turn it up. It's going to get loud. It's going to get silly, and uh, that's just what we do. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Another great reason to look forward to those awards. Uh, the website again. Uh, cmaontario.ca, the Country Music Association of Ontario. And if you're an artist out there from Ontario, a country artist, be sure to check them out and join because they'll uh, help you with stuff all through the year with seminars and and great things to help you along. Uh, Jason, I understand you, if I got this correct, you wrote your first song at age 12? Well, yeah, I did. I I mean, I wrote lots of songs when I was little. I'm probably the first full, you know, what I could call a quote-unquote song. (laughs) But uh, my parents uh, tell me about that more than I really remember which one it was. But, um, you know, I, gosh, it's amazing when you go back and listen to to songs that you wrote when you were a kid. You're thinking, boy, I thought I knew something then. (laughs) And and here I am now, you know, a couple years older. And uh, realized that I know less than I did then, so I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to write about. But <laughs> there I you always, go. Um, yeah, I, you know, I get a lot of inspiration these days from my kids. Though my daughter's nine, my son is six, and uh, there's lots of great. You know, if, if you want to, if you want good perspective on the world, talk to your kids, and, and they'll just give you the unfiltered truth. And that's um, that's really where I get a lot of uh, inspiration these days. It's amazing. So from that first song at age 12, Jason, through those years to present day, what has made you a better songwriter? Oh, probably uh, the one thing that you, you don't want to wait for and that you can't buy, and that's just time. Um, life experience, you know, like um, 
like anyone, you know, you don't really have a, a, a much of a journey to speak of unless you put the miles on, and 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 that's kind of where I'm at. But um, I think it, it also makes it depends on what you're doing. If you, uh, I know in my own personal uh, journey of writing, if I'm if I'm fearless in that and I just write without mm-hmm. thinking about the repercussions of it, then it's it's good stuff. If right. I if I get worried about it, then I I clam up and I I write bad music <laughs> because I'm I'm worried. I'm like I don't know if people really want to hear this. And you try to you don't you don't look at your own scars and you don't write those things. If you don't do that, then you 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 don't you don't people want authenticity, but it's it's a hard thing to mm-hmm. do sometimes. You wonder eh, I wonder if this is too too authentic. But um, the right. bottom line is, and just make sure you let it all hang out, and that's. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully somebody likes it. If they don't, eh, well, forget them. Just, just do what you do. <laughs> I like that word you used, fearless, because in songwriting, you know, you are fearless. You should be fearless, and you're vulnerable because a lot of times you are writing something personal. You know, you're writing how you feel, and that's hard to to wear on your sleeve sometimes. You've written some personal songs over the years. Has that been hard to share them the first time when it's that close to you? At times, uh, I find I use a lot of comedy just to avoid, uh, you know, becoming too personal about certain things. But uh, <laughs> sure. that, that kind of reflects in the show. Um, I guess I'd have to also say that, you know, for me, um, getting getting to the nitty gritty is um, it's more for yourself even than it is for for other people, right? Because you kind of get it off your chest. Oh, yeah. We all we all enjoy having a good chat with somebody to. <laughs> when something's bugging us and just get it out there. <laughs> but when uh, when you really get down to it, I think that songwriting, and I always heard other people say this, and I always thought it was a little heady, but, but it is therapeutic, you know, and and, uh, sure. and that's a good thing. You, you don't think of it, of it like that until you actually write it and get it off your chest. So, um, you know, heck, if you got problems and all that, you can write a poem, you could, you know, yeah. talk to a friend on the phone or write a song. Any of that stuff kind of helps you get through it. Pretty amazing. Yeah, it's therapeutic for for the uh, songwriter, and then all of us who get to listen to the song. It's therapeutic for us if we can relate to that to the song and, and where the singer's yeah. at. You know, Isn't that, that place, else, you know, like you, you're feeling down and you want to put on a sad song. It just seems like, uh, well, you know, the blues and all that kind of stuff. It's pretty amazing. Um, it is. But but it seems to bring people together. I'm still amazed and kind of mystified by the whole the whole process of music. But I, I think that's a good thing to not really. I don't want to know. You know, I just want to enjoy right. it. Good to, yeah, good to have some mystery and just to enjoy it. And, you know, you said about sad songs. They don't always make us more sad because we're hearing somebody sing. We, they, they're, you know, we're relating to them, and it, it probably comforts us more than anything. It probably puts us in a better spot, or at least it can be cathartic and, and kind of releases the emotion. Well, maybe if it's the right singer, you can walk away going, boy, he sure sounds like he's having a bad day. I'm glad I'm not him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, that's how country's supposed to be. <laughs> so that's right. Yeah, no, you're man, right. It is. Yeah. yeah, boy, I'm sure glad I'm not this guy singing. Holy smokes, he's whining. <laughs> no, it's. Uh, but country music can can uh, can do that. Plus, uh, the other part is, um, you know, when music when you're feeling great, you know, you got the radio up, the sun shining, and it's uh, you know a rock and roll day. It feels great when you crank it and the windows down. It's just it's just the right the right vibe. So. Music's emotional. It's supposed to be. If you overthink it, then you you kind of kill the vibe, right? So, and yeah, oh, for sure. You know, just back to the Ontario side of it. Like, I mean, I love uh, music from Tim Hicks. Uh, you know, it's real party kind of music, and I love, I love like Autumn Hill. I, I I hear them a few times on the radio during the day, and I go, 
you know, and they're fairly new to the scene, so I'm just getting to learn their voices yep. and their songs, and I'm going, who is that? Because I really, I really dig that. I really, it makes me feel something, you know, and that's, I guess, you know, it's just emotion. It makes you feel something, and that's, mm-hmm. that's the good part. I want to turn to a song of yours, Jason, that was a great hit for you, and this was inspired, as I recall, hearing the story from an Elvis headline in a newspaper about, uh, the song is 10 Million Teardrops, and it was, was it 10 Million Elvis Fans Can't Be Wrong? Yeah, that was actually an album, and uh, I, ah, I thought, right. boy, that's that's kind of cool if we, we were just looking for, for titles one day and kind of uh, messing around with stuff, and uh, yeah, I thought that was kind of neat. I thought that could, that could work pretty good. That's awesome. Well, it sure did. A great song from my guest, Jason McCoy. This is 10 Million Teardrops on In the Country. 10 million teardrops can't be wrong. I can't deny it, all that I want. But my love for you is a long way from gone.
And that is country artist Jason McCoy. The song is called 10 Million Teardrops. You can check him out at jasonmccoy.com and, of course, at iTunes. That's a, that's a fun song. Is that, uh, that's still one. Is that still one you would play in your shows, Jason? Oh, yeah, for sure. And it was actually the first song I ever played at the Grand Ole Opry. That was uh, a big treat, of course. But, um, it, yeah, that song there, I, I don't know what it is, but it's just uh, something I really enjoy. I love shuffles, you know. I just I just mm-hmm. always love that. And um, so it's, it's I guess, because yeah, it was the first song I got to sing at the Opry, I kind of play it everywhere. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, absolutely. Tell me about the Opry. That is every country artist's dream to one day play at the Opry. What was that like for you? Well, I guess um, I guess rush to be one one part of it. Not not that they rushed me, but uh, but that I felt uh, you know you wanted to be so good, you just kind of you can rush and you're freaking out a little bit. But I got to play it again with the Hammers a couple of times, and and you get to soak it in, right? Watch the other guys in the band rush and, and get a little worked up. I mean, a good a good rush, like nervous, eh? But sure. Um, I, I sure enjoyed it. It was great. The first time we played there, we got to use uh, Jimmy Dickens' uh, dressing room. He was ill that night, but um, fortunately, he's passed away since. But we got to use. He, he let us use the dressing room, which is which was uh, just surreal. You know, I grew up listening wow. to this fella, and and there's all your your favorites. Loretta Lynn was actually on the night I was on, and it was a uh, it was a it was a really big deal. It was. Um, yeah, it was a childhood dream come true for sure, no doubt about it. And uh, all the things that you, you dream of when you're a kid. So it's hard to believe it actually happened. I mean, I, I, a lot of these things in my life, I, I've been, you, you kind of look back as if it's somebody else, you know? Um, right. You know you were there, but you're kind of like, really? Did we really get to do that? Um, and I got such a bad memory, so it's all it's all new to me every day. Anyway. But, <laughs> That's but, hilarious no, I, how you get I, to relive it. Yeah, I'm not the smartest. Yeah, I'm not the smartest. So this is this is all new to me. You can tell me I did it. Oh, gee, sure, sure I did. No, but uh, <laughs> seriously, I, I, um, I do look back on it as, as somewhat of a dream, and, and uh, but it's a good dream. It's it's a really great memory. Well, yeah, having grown up with country music the way you did, and you know, looking up to all these artists and loving them, then to have a chance to play the stage they shared, and you probably had a chance to meet a bunch of them. Uh, can you name you know a couple that was just wow? I got to meet this country legend or this country star? Oh, there have been a few. I mean, uh, Merle Haggard, of course, uh, the late great. Uh, that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, my goodness, so so many. Um, a lot of people off the beaten path, too, like uh, who, uh, well, Loretta Lynn, for, for one. I mean, yeah. uh, my dad's favorite singer and, of course, certainly one of mine. Um, I also got to meet, uh, oh, my goodness, let's see, um, um, so many artists, just, uh, oh, Ed McMahon, as far as uh, he was, you know, I used to watch him on the Johnny Carson show all the time, got to do a, a function where he was uh, one of the performers, um, uh, the list goes on and on, so it, it's pretty amazing, um, outside of country, you know, the, the rock and roll world, we actually got to do a, a show with Twisted Sister one time in California, which was amazing, oh, wow. um, cool. but but you know I'm more of a traditionalist, so so for me I got to meet a lot of the guys that you know Roy Clark. I grew up listening to him. Uh, I got to grow up listening to oh my goodness, I got to meet Johnny Cash's mother while she was alive. You know, so um, amazing. It, it's been a long, twisting, odd, winding road, but it's it's certainly been uh, <laughs> been been fantastic. And you mentioned Merle Haggard, of course, a legend, passed away recently. Man, what mm-hmm. uh, what a career and so many great songs that I know, of course, you were influenced by him and a huge fan, and I've, I've been at some of your shows where you've covered his stuff. 
What did Merle Haggard mean to you? And, and do you have a favorite song of his to cover? Um, well, Silver Wings is always my favorite song to cover. It's just one of my favorite songs of his. But uh, as far as Merle goes, uh, he was one of the guys who, when I was looking through my dad's record collection, I used to pay attention to the, the credits on the back. And uh, I was very, very aware of who wrote their own music and who didn't. And I know Merle was uh, very much a writer. Uh, he also, to me, in the early days, you know, he, he was like James Dean. He just looked so cool, so dangerous, right. so uh, full of mystery. So uh, I always, for some reason, was really interested in the fact that he'd been to jail, so he was this outlaw, but he dressed he dressed up. He wasn't like the Whalen kind of outlaw. You'd think Whalen had been to jail, but he never was in Merle. You, <laughs> yeah. You'd think he was squeaky clean, and he, he had, uh, you know, had made some missteps. But, but yep. um Always, my dad was the one who kind of gave me the the history of country music. He'd talk about the artists on the radio, and this guy was this, and so and so was this, and you know, seeing him be interested in these artists is really what my gateway was. And he was a big Merle fan, so uh, it sure doesn't take much to turn someone into a Merle fan, though. Just about three minutes is all it takes. Oh yeah, great voice, great songs. Love Merle. Uh, Mo Bandy is another guy that you've covered. I've I've heard you perform uh, "Too Old mm-hmm. to Die Young." Love mm-hmm. Mo and. Uh, what is it about that song uh, that, that gets to you, Jason, or the, the reason you cover it? Well, it was written by a guy named Kevin Welsh, and uh, I remember uh, writing with him a couple of times in Nashville, and just uh, it's such an odd way to enter Nashville for me, having loved these traditional artists and then getting to know the, the writers of, of my favorite songs. It was um, mm-hmm. uh, so really, uh, plus it's just a great song, great story. But yeah. um, Mo Bandy was one of those artists that, you know, wasn't a mainstream, you know, tip-of-your-tongue kind of guy all the time. He had several hits, but, but um, you know, for me, he was one of those yeah. guys that always picked really great songs. So when he did have a hit, it was it was major. But that song there, uh, always one of my favorites when I was a kid. Absolutely a great song. Uh, let's talk again, get back to the Ontario country music scene. I mean, from Michelle Wright back in the day uh, to present acts like Autumn Hill, Jessica Mitchell, mm-hmm. Leah Daniels. Michelle Wright's still out there, of course, still performing music. I mean, it's just endless. For somebody out there starting out uh, on the country music scene, Jason, what, what pointers could you give them? So they're, you know, maybe they're in their teens, they got a guitar, they're starting to learn to write songs, they've been on stage a few times, but how can they mm. up their game to, to, get, uh, to get more polished at it? Well, I think just take every risk uh, that you, you could think of live. If you feel like uh, doing a certain thing, just, just do it and, you know, ask uh, forgiveness, not permission on all fronts. <laughs> and that's, uh, I think that's true in a lot of things in life. And I, I don't care if you're selling shoes at the mall or, or singing records, you know, you, you need to, you need to, need to do it fearlessly and, and believe in yourself and do the best job you can with, with where you're at that day and nothing else matters. Um, don't, don't second guess the little voice inside ever. Um, you know, there's of course big things that we all want advice on. Take lots of advice, but but still follow that voice inside. Or uh, even if you fall flat on your face, or you'll regret it because you don't want to. You don't want to wake up 10, 15 years later and go, "Oh man, I if I had done it my way, you know, right. if I had a if I had followed that little vision I had." And um, but I think uh, as a parent, um, um, I think everyone would want their children to to live like that way and uh, and to really follow uh, follow their heart. I mean, it's been said so many times that it just sounds trite, but it's true. And um, 
especially with music, eh? because it's, it is a voice inside. I, I really mm-hmm. think we do have to follow those things fearlessly and, and fiercely. You know, fight for fight for those um, fight for those. You know, fight for the artistic hills you want to die on, and really go for it. And so much of it is persistence, because people have the passion, they've got the talent. But it's not going to happen overnight, even though, you know, we hear people on the radio and, wow, they came out of nowhere. It's all that time that led up to that moment. So persistence is so important because there's going to be ups and downs. As I said, it's not going to happen overnight, as we all know. But hanging in there, and as you said, just that passion, that fearlessness, your time's going to come around, you know, God willing and and the right opportunities. Yeah, I think so. I I think, you know, uh, Keith Urban said, you know, he thinks persistence is everything. And, uh, um, you know, I know there's a level of talent, but it's like the NHL. I mean, uh, at a certain level, they're all playing great. Now it's now mm. who, who takes it to the next level. Um, but I, I guess that's really the, the the key to it. You know, is 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 how true you can be to yourself, but how unique you can be, and um, right. just how passionate you are. Because people people buy into passion, you know. But then also, don't forget to, to measure, uh, set out what you believe success is to, before you start. Um, you know, don't just say, I want to rule the world, because, you know, what if you won't? <laughs> There's very few <laughs> who, who do uh, make it outside of the hometown. And, and yeah. make sure you have a, um, I guess, make sure you have a set of goals that, that are realistic that you can achieve. And, and if you really, really do achieve greatness, you know, with, that you set within, your own, you know, if you're racing yourself, uh, you'll, ne- mm-hmm. you'll never lose that race. You always want to better yourself. I love that. The great, great advice, great way of looking at it. I'm speaking with Jason McCoy, and he is once again your host for the CMAO Awards coming up on May 30th in Markham. Uh, you can get details on tickets at cmaontario.ca. And, man, the list of people performing there. We mentioned earlier, Autumn Hill, so oh. hot right now. Cold Creek County have that great song, Beer Weather. Love that one. Yep, yep. It's uh, it's just it's just star studded, and I, I'm really oh. I'm really blessed to be able to be part of this. And uh, the fact they let me host and, and tell a bunch of silly jokes, it's, it's pretty <laughs> it's, it's pretty <laughs> But they're great folks, and uh, everybody involved with the CMAO is all about the music, all about the fans, and uh, putting on the best show that that is is possible. And I'll tell you, it is you can't find a better ticket than this in town. It is going to be great. And might we hear a Johnny Reed impersonation this time around, Jason? Again. You know what? I, I, if he's there, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty brave when he's, you know, on another continent. Um, right. But <laughs> no, I, I really like, uh, I really like having fun with the crowd and, and uh, you know, imitations that kind of stuff. But uh, it, it's all in good fun, of course. Um, you know, we, we we poke fun at each other, and and uh, hey, it's like one big family. So, um, and nothing is sacred. So we'll we'll have fun with everything. <laughs> <laughs> Let's turn to another song here, and uh, this, man, this is a beautiful ballad. I picked the two songs we're playing on the show, two of my favorites from, from the list of many. But this is a, a great ballad of yours called I Lie, and this is just, uh, it's, it's beautiful, it's heartfelt. Well, what can you tell me about the song, Jason, before we share it here on the show? Oh, man, I'm so glad you're playing this song. It's, uh, it's one of my favorites. I, I wrote it in literally as, as much time as it takes to sing the song, so... Um, it was just one of those songs that was just uh, just inspired. Um, it's just about uh, it's just about uh, trying to hold it in and, and, and you know just keeping a stiff upper lip when uh, when you feel like uh, letting it all out. But um, the the whole song, I just love how it was produced. 
uh, all the players on it, and it just feels like really good country. Yeah, it is absolutely great song. Let's hear it now from my guest, Jason McCoy. This is I Lie on In the Country. all ask how I'm doing since you took your sweet luck away and I know that they're just showing they care but what did they expect me to say so I I tell them I'm alright I lie I tell them I'm fine I don't think they really want to know the truth What's the use? What can they do? So I look them straight in the And I lie Anytime I just have to call But little do they know The river that would flow If I let the first tear drops fall So I lie I tell them I'm I've often wondered what I'd do If I were to run into you Would my heart fall at your feet? Would my foolish pride get the best of me? Honestly, I'd be I'd lie and tell you I'm all right. I'd lie, I'd tell you I'm fine. I could never ever let you know the truth, and I'm still in love and so confused. So I'd hide my pain deep inside. Then I look you straight in the eye And I lie 
Country artist Jason McCoy. The song is called I Lie. Uh, great ballad. You can uh, check out more of Jason's songs, of course, at uh, iTunes. Uh, check out his videos at uh, YouTube. His website is jasonmccoy.com. Have you had fun with videos? Because you've done some pretty uh, crazy ones, look, looking like a lot of fun videos. Have they been a great time for you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Videos are always always fun. It's funny how um, you really have a – I guess you have a whole set of it, – it's almost having superpowers when you have a camera, at least it is for me. It's, it's <laughs> right. almost as if the, the laws of society don't apply sometimes, you know, it's – well, we want to do a shot here, and, and so, well, we're just going to do it, you know. Um, or you'd ask, you'd, you, it's always neat to get characters and people doing fun, weird things in a video, and um, it gives you a reason to be a little silly, you know, and, and kind of goof off. And that's that's mm-hmm. what it's all about is just having fun. Uh, we don't take ourselves too seriously, but, but videos have always been uh, a great source of travel for me, too. Like, they take you to places where you never thought you'd get to shoot. And one of those for me was uh, in Cuba several years back. Um, you know, we got to shoot in Old Havana, and that was great. My wife and I got to see what, you know, the city was like and all that kind of stuff. So it's um, it's, just, it's just really neat to be behind the camera and see what they do with, with uh, what they're shooting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because you're seeing one part of the video, right, the part that you are involved with, but then they put the other scenes in and just all the touches they add. I'm sure when you see the finished product, uh, you're probably pretty amazed most times. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And, yeah, and it's so cool what they do with, with cameras now. I mean, everything from a GoPro to just, just all, well, all sorts of technology is out there. Um, yeah. It used to be, you know, they were shooting with, gosh, these big cameras on the, it, it was just a totally different world when I started. But um, it's amazing <laughs> what they do with all these smaller cameras and, like I said, the GoPros. Yeah. So you can get much more, uh, even with drones now, you can get some, some really interesting shots. It's it's uh, It's amazing. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just like music and, and video together. I mean, technology is uh, is changing the landscape of what we do. So, um, mm-hmm. but the good part is, is that the, the heartbeat of a great song and the reaction of the fans is uh, something that can't be replicated. That's what keeps it going, and that's what uh, artists and fans love about it. Jason, it's been such a pleasure chatting with you on the show and getting to play uh, the two songs. And uh, looking forward to the CMAOs uh, come May thirtieth. Oh, I'm real excited about this. It's uh, it's it's the highlight of my year on many levels, and uh, like I said, proud to be from Ontario, uh, proud to be a country singer, and just uh, really blessed to be hanging with these folks. It's uh, it's the best night of the year for the fans, so come on out. It is uh, it's the celebration of the best of the best. So thank you very much for taking the time. My pleasure, Jason. My guest has been a country artist and host of the CMAOs, Jason McCoy. I'm Dave Woods. And that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.